0: Hey guys, welcome to Views from Orlando. I want to thank everybody for all the love. I already got five stars on iTunes, over 100 downloads. Uh, everything is coming up, moving fast. I'm really working hard on in, uh, improving the quality of the content. Uh, if you have any suggestions, anything you want to add, uh, check out our Facebook page. Uh, send me a DM on Instagram at Levitt Perez. Uh, we're at Views from Orlando on Facebook. Thank you for all the comments, thank you for all the likes, thank you for all the love. I want to get your feedback, I want to make this show uh, centered around the people listening to it. So hit me up, I do my best to answer all my DMs, I get back to my comments as much as I can, uh, comment back. Um, I have today Kristen Tyler. Um, she, we hit it off really well after this interview and I actually hired her to be my photographer and she's helping me with some branding, uh, helping me create a logo. So she has some valuable insight about photography, branding, and, uh, everything involved with that entrepreneurship. She has a great attitude. She's a hustler. Um, she's awesome. Check her out guys. You're definitely going to love this one. Thank you for joining us. I have Kristen Tyler here from Anchor and Odyssey. Uh, Kristen, I want to thank you so much uh, for coming on today. Um, So tell me a little bit about what you do uh, and how you got started.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am a brand builder. I would say that's kind of the overarching uh, title I would give myself, I suppose. I do a little bit of everything. I help... Small businesses with their uh, kind of like their brand strategy, or trying to figure out um, more along the lines of the purpose behind their their business, their their mission, what their vision is, and then how that ties into the design, the aesthetic of of their business. So a lot with their logos and their color and. Um, Kind of the the brand personality and identity. And then I also do photography as well um, and making sure that they have kind of a well-rounded brand story to tell.
0: It's great that I'm talking to you because I'm kind of at the point with the podcast where I'm designing a website uh, hiring a graphic designer for my logo. Is there any tips for anybody that might be in the same kind of area that I'm in as far as, uh, getting a website designed, uh, hiring a photographer?
1: Sure thing. Yeah. I would say, um, one of the things that I would encourage people the most for is not to jump in and do the logo first. Hmm. Uh, Typically, that seems to be people's tendency, uh-huh. um, for whatever reason, because it's an exciting thing. Yeah. Having the logo is kind of like that, that symbol, that mark for your business, and right. I totally get that, but there's so much more um, that needs to happen first, kind of some like the below the surface sort of stuff that needs to be figured out first before you get to the the visual aspect of things.
0: It's interesting you say that because I was one of those. I am one of those people. I was uh, on my to-do list for my website. The first thing I have up there is design a logo. Why do you say uh, starting with a logo is isn't always the, isn't the best place to start?
1: Um, and I'll probably repeat myself a couple times when I say this. Um, the the logo is. It truly needs to be a reflection of the story that you're trying to tell with your brand. So if you jump in and you do that first without knowing the direction that your story is going or some of the types of aspects to your brand, uh, if you don't know those right off the bat, then you might end up spending money on a logo or spending, if you're kind of a DIY person, you might end up spending a lot of time and effort and late night hours, figuring something out that you think you're happy with. And then a couple weeks, months, or a year down the road, you go, you know what? This isn't really reflective of me and my business anymore.
0: Uh, I I think you touched on something that I think is uh, really important that I, I'm trying to incorporate into my, um, my creative projects i'm trying to hire out because i found that i'm i have the type of personality that if i i I try to learn things and do them on my own but it just consumes a huge amount of my time and uh i'm doing this almost with full-time hours and i have another full-time job so yeah so uh taking the time to teach myself how to design a logo although i can do it would take me uh, a very long time. So I have been, for that reason, I, I you know, I've read, uh, Tim Ferriss, a four hour work week. I don't know if you're familiar, yep. but that, yeah, that kind of put primed my brain to start thinking in, in, in that kind of, um, and with that kind of, um, you know, I guess, uh, thinking model for your business, oh, sure. you know, ahead of time. Uh, although I'm sure I could, put out something that's a logo that's that looks good I, I know that there's people that dedicate their lives to doing that and uh, that could probably do a way better job so uh, f- I'm looking online for would you okay so would you recommend as far as you know designing a logo or what page the visual part of uh, someone's brand or their business uh, would you would you say would you advise that someone hire someone, uh, in person or maybe, uh, or would you say virtual assistant?
1: Um, I would say if you can, I'm a, I'm a huge supporter of, um, working with local businesses whenever possible. Um, but I know virtual assistants or VAs are really helpful when it comes to kind of Um, you're able to delegate some more of those tasks to them that maybe you don't really have the time or the passion for, to be honest. Um, VAs typically are more along the lines of like handling your emails or your social media content and posting on your behalf, things like that. Um, Stuff that can be kind of tedious, especially for entrepreneurs who are just starting out. Maybe they know that 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 stuff needs to happen, but they don't really have the Capacity for it, whether it's time or um, even the know-how, maybe. But as far as logos and, I mean, photography, web design, all that stuff. If you're really passionate about one of those things and you have that creative side, I would say definitely try for it. But if you get stuck or you're like, you know what, really, that's not my wheelhouse. I totally would say delegate wherever you can delegate because. Oftentimes stuff like that leads to frustrations that will cause entrepreneurs to quit before they even start because it's just it's it's so mind boggling and it gets people frustrated, and that's not what you want when it comes to starting your business because you don't want to get burned out before you're even really getting going you know
0: i couldn't agree more. I think that finding a way to automate your business or or your Absolutely. projects is definitely key for long term success. Uh, sure. When it comes to hiring graphic designers or even photographers, are there resources or websites where someone can or, you know, where photographers in, are indexed? Uh, personally, I used Instagram just because I'm a millennial. So the first solution okay. to most of my problems is social media related. And that's sure. actually how I found you. Um through the that's hashtag awesome. Orlando Entrepreneurs, I think I was searching through there, kind of scanning through people's work. And I was really impressed with your website. It's beautiful. It's clean. It's easily, um, I can easily navigate it. And the pictures are of s- superb quality. Did you take all these pictures yourself?
1: I did. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's a huge compliment. i um, going back to the Instagram hashtag stuff like that makes me su- smile beyond belief because And I'm sure most entrepreneurs kind of get to this point. If you try to utilize hashtags and sometimes it'll feel like you're not getting anywhere with it. And sometimes it can just kind of be a little bit of a letdown and you're like, why am I spending all this time coming up with all these hashtags and I don't even know what the purpose of them is. But it's stuff like that. That's how actually many of my clients have found me is through hashtags on Instagram. I'm a millennial as well and that just tends to be kind of how we utilize the resources that we have now with technology and social media.
0: Yeah, I think it it all boils down to the one question, where is the attention? And um YouTube and Google are the world's top two search engines. Um mm-hmm. you have iTunes which people don't think of as a search engine, but is also, a search engine. Um, you know, a strategy I'm going to utilize for my podcast to um, to get traffic okay. is to uh, uh, have somebody type up um, written copy transcripts of the podcast. That way, any keywords yeah, that yeah. we talk touch on an uh, audio format can be easily searched. In Google and indexed on iTunes and uh, even taking it to YouTube, which is what what I plan to do. That's another way people are doing keyword searches on YouTube all the time. So um, one thing I learned with uh, going back to the Instagram hashtags, I don't know if if you heard this, but there's a YouTuber, uh, she puts out her niche is teaching people how to optimize their social media. One thing I found is at putting your comments in or excuse me putting the hashtags in the first comment of, mm-hmm. of a post I yeah i think it looks cleaner and uh something about um the new instagram update um changes the way hashtags work you also want to keep it within 11 is what is what i'm hearing yeah i, I don't know uh if, what have what you've heard about the hashtags or the new software update
1: yeah, I hear stuff like that all the time. Most of what I hear is just kind of from other creative entrepreneurs. It's just frustrations with the algorithm changing constantly and stuff like that. I mean, social media is kind of that's like kind of like a love-hate relationship for me. I definitely enjoy kind of more of the the content and the visual aspects of branding, but I know social media plays such a huge role in in that because that's really how That's the platform we have to get our branding out there, honestly. It's no longer um, flyers or things that maybe when we were kids or our parents' generation, how they advertised and stuff. Now, for us, it's social media, to be honest.
0: Speaking of uh, flyers and things, uh, I would call that maybe traditional advertising. Do you do Mm -hmm. any traditional advertising at all, paper advertising? Uh,
1: For myself, no, I don't. Um, about the only traditional thing I have in that sense at the moment are business cards, um, which I hate to think is a, like a dying thing that's out there, but I still think it's important because it's kind of that instant, um, an instant way to make a first impression, whether it's the look or the feel of your business cards. I know there's a number of companies that have like really cool, um, like thicker paper that you can print them on and people I've had people as I hand them my business card. They're like, Oh, this feels really cool. This looks really neat. How did you do this? Who did you order these through? where did you make those? Can you make mine stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Cause it's like, it's an initial impression. And then if it's cool enough, people aren't going to want to just chuck it in the trash can as they walk away from you. You know,
0: I definitely, uh, definitely agree with you. Uh, I, I would, I would even add that the business card's are especially important and the physical stuff, the face-to-face stuff is especially important starting out. Um, Absolutely. Because uh, in my case, I'm getting the word out of, for this podcast by keeping it very small and niche. So I'm focusing on Orlando entrepreneurs and um, I'm going to meetup groups. So the good thing about keeping things focused and local at first is that you can get FaceTime with people. You can go on meetup.com, find entrepreneur groups. And on that topic, do you go to any meetup groups or any local entrepreneur groups, creative groups?
1: I do. Um, I'm not as consistent as I would like to be just because um, of the timing of things. I do also work a full-time job at the moment. Um, But there is a large... Creative's group called the Rising Tide Society, and they actually have all these local chapters all over the country, and even several chapters internationally. But we have at least one chapter here in Orlando. Um, I know there's one that's kind of that started out more towards uh, West Orange County, but um, they have like once a month on a Tuesday evening or a Tuesday during the day, they all get together. And it's a group that's geared primarily towards creative entrepreneurs. So you've got photographers and florists and, um, people who are interior designers or calligraphers, painters, all sorts of stuff. And it's really cool because it's kind of like a support group where you're able to be around like-minded people who know the struggles you're going through as an entrepreneur Whether you're starting small and you're it's a side hustle for you and you're also working a full-time job, or it's uh, people who recently kind of transitioned out of that and into their business full-time and they're able to encourage you and be like, hey, don't give up. Um, So it's just it's a really neat um, way to kind of connect with people locally, and then also there's a Facebook and Instagram and all sorts of stuff where they have like a they on the Rising Tide Society. Uh, website, they've got blog posts, and they actually have really helpful and practical uh, topics that they cover. Things along the lines of how to manage your finances, what to do as far as um, if you're filing with the state as a sole proprietor or an LLC or whatever. They actually have really practical stuff, so it's not a bunch of just artsy-fartsy people sitting around like talking about colors or something. Like It's actually really helpful and practical, which is um, for me is something that I totally need.
0: And you said that is the Rising Tide Society? It is. Yep. Great. I'm definitely going to be checking that out. That's kind of my whole idea behind this podcast. I kind of want to offer a new media solution for networking um, in the area for creative people uh because I think audio is the future uh with all these uh smart devices, I think the interface is gonna change. People are gonna stop interfacing with uh physical things like phones and interface more with voice so uh and podcasting I think offers people the ability to do something else while they get um absorb information. So I I know that's how I started. That's how I uh, became obsessed with podcasts, because I was, I'm very type A, like most entrepreneurs are. So I can't just do one thing. I have to be doing one, two things at once, like to maximize my efficiency. And uh, I think I think this could be definitely a great, a good thing for for people in the community. I'm also building a website uh, that's going to have a forum and a blog where people from all over the area, different forms of entrepreneurship and business can uh, share kind of guides and how to's and uh, we can ask questions. Um, I, right yeah. now, since that's not up, that's on the Facebook page. I have views for, uh, from Orlando uh, at Facebook forward slash views from Orlando dot com. That's going to be in the show notes. Um, there's a small little group section there. Anybody who's listening, um, please post questions or any topics. Um, cause I've noticed that most creative people within our age group are very, at least I've noticed that the more successful ones tend to be people that give away information and content for free, uh, yeah. to establish social proof. And, um,
1: well, even even just banking off of that, mm-hmm. um, sorry to interrupt. No, not at all. But, um, yeah, it's, there's a whole concept, and this is part, honestly, this is an integral part of establishing your brand. A lot of times people go and they come up with a product or a service initially, and they're like, hey, I'm going to sell this. And they go around trying to pitch it to people, and people really aren't buying into it because all those business people are doing is just selling, selling, selling. I think. Um, I want to say it's like Gary Vee or somebody, uh, has this whole thing about, uh, jab, 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 right hook. There's, uh, the, the, as you transition kind of to the business side of that and building that authenticity and the relationships and the connections with your brand is give, 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 and then sell. So the more you're able to, um, utilize your your own knowledge base and kind of put those into whether it's pdfs or like what you're doing with podcasts and really just be able to give to um, the community to your ideal client whoever it may be the more they're going to realize that they can trust you and then they're going to be interested to know more and then they're going to be wanting to hire you and then they're going to be loving you even more and they're going to turn around and they're going to share you with their friends and their family who also may be in need of your products or services or whatever it may be. But if you jump into it, uh, head first, just trying to run around selling things to people without that, that sense of trust and that connection there first, people aren't going to buy it. Literally.
0: (laughs) Uh, I couldn't agree more. I've, I have noticed with the people I've interviewed thus far, all of us are fans of Gary V. Uh, (laughs) um, He's got a lot of good stuff to say, man. A lot of great stuff, and if if you're not, if you haven't caught on yet, for anybody who's listening, check them out for motivation. But one thing I will say is that I found myself stuck for a long time listening, uh, and watching, and observing, and reading, and researching, and I wish I would have spent more time doing. Uh, yeah. I wish I could have. I wish I would have started this podcast and. 2011 when i graduated high school um because in that time i i would it would be huge in five years things move extremely fast and they tend to move uh grow exponentially on the internet sure yeah
1: um yeah
0: yep. so get started honestly from <laughs> if if you don't know who gary v, gary v is go check him out and if you haven't heard from him you're gonna hear some things kind of reiterated uh with us but uh just start just start yep. stop coming up with excuses start now is the absolute best time and easiest time the barrier for entry to get into something creative uh that can reap huge rewards in the future uh yeah. is very it's it's now now's the time um, absolutely and I'm hoping that uh, – and that's another reason why I started this podcast because I'm hoping that I can reach uh, – we can reach some people that are maybe kind of on the fence. They've, they have an entrepreneurial yeah. spirit. They're type A. They're go-getters. They're real killers. They want to crush it. Um, but they just haven't taken that step. Um, please do it. Um, again, I'm Yeah. I'm just, I I get fired up just talking about it. (laughs) yeah. 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 But, um, I mean, what, what advice would you give people like maybe that are like, Oh, I don't know that are watching passively, but not doing, what got you to start doing?
1: Gosh. Um, I would say, um, well, that's a really good question. I, so my background is in, uh, photography and an art I actually have a degree in art and a degree in art education so I was actually a teacher for a while I taught both middle school English and photography and I realized um, towards the end of college um, whereas you graduated from high school in 2011 that's when I graduated from college Um, but I realized that I was Placing, and as it should be for a lot of people, I was placing a lot of my time and my efforts into lesson planning and things like that, but I wasn't doing anything that was creatively fulfilling for me. Um, and I was kind of just randomly doing little projects here and there for people. Um, I've always loved photography, and I have some friends who were like, hey, will you take my maternity photos? Or we're getting engaged. Can you take my engagement photos? It actually all kind of started when my sister got engaged. And I kind of I randomly jumped into things because I got to photograph their surprise proposal. And then I did their wedding invitations and their engagement photos and all sorts of stuff. But I was trying to figure out how do I take what I'm passionate about and what I'm talented at and kind of put them together where it all kind of makes sense. Um, I was designing logos here and there for people just kind of by happenstance almost. I don't really know how that got started um, but I realized that I loved graphic design. Um, I'm totally self-taught when it comes to that. Um, and then I just kind of probably a little over a year ago, to be honest, it all clicked for me that I, what I was actually doing for people was branding. Um, I really love food and product photography. And then I realized that the type of people photography or portrait photography that I love the most had to do with, um, telling a story, like there was a context to it. So people in their element, um one of my most recent clients that's kind of been one of my longest clients actually, she's a florist, um, we we did a photo shoot out in Winter Garden where she was kind of making arrangements and I was taking photos of her, like truly in her element, doing what she loves. And that to me is what fires me up and keeps me going because I love helping people tell their stories. Um and I kind of think that's what you're doing too, which is super cool.
0: Definitely. That, that's, uh, that's, that's my intention. And, uh, one thing I find, uh, I come from a family of teachers. My parents were both uh, professors and, okay. uh, <clears throat> one thing, uh, first of all, thank you. Cause I don't think our teachers get enough thanks and I don't think no, they truly they <laughs> understand the plight of teachers in this country. Um, yeah severely underpaid uh i mean i don't know if people follow the news or if you're following the news but there's a teacher strikes going on yep. in several areas yep. of the country um so if, if 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 you don't know do your research and i'm, I'm sure you can have plenty to add here but uh <laughs> thank you um what advice though would you give someone who's maybe a young teacher who feels trapped because I know in that world you're probably, it's probably frowned upon to have maybe like a YouTube channel or a blog. Um,
1: well, yeah, to a certain extent it can be because Mm. especially, I mean, if if you rope kids into anything involving the internet or social media, that's when it starts to get a little bit hairy there. But I think it's actually really smart for teachers, especially younger ones. There, there are definitely ways that, um, you can prevent burnout. I think one of the statistics, I don't, I'm not sure if it's still the same anymore, but it's like the, the general, uh, Timeline for a teacher from the time they graduate college and get a job to the time They leave the teaching field is five years, which is incredibly short for any industry to be honest But I think there's some some things that that they can do or really that anybody can do It doesn't matter what your current profession is if you're working a full-time job. It doesn't really matter what your industry is Um, Yeah, hop on YouTube and start a vlog Um, that's something that I kind of want to do, but I'm actually terrified of being on camera, which is kind of ironic given that I'm a photographer. Um, but find those things that you're passionate about and turn them into ways that you can actually help others. Um, if you're a teacher, you can help other people outside the classroom in a way that's either creatively fulfilling for you or is something that, um, kind of gives you, um, like an outlet almost, like if there's, I'm sure, a handful of math teachers out there who actually just really love accounting, but they're, I don't want to say stuck teaching seventh grade math, they could be, um, maybe they could actually start with, uh, start a small business helping, um, entrepreneurs with their, their taxes or just kind of giving them, um, some advice as far as stuff like that's concerned because for me as an artist numbers are not my strong suit so I speaking of delegating I have to go outside of myself because I want to be able to do things properly and legally and all of that I need help with numbers Um, but people are able to do stuff like that and that way they're they're keeping their full-time job they're putting all the effort and care and love for their kids into their job if you're a teacher um or whatever your your job may be but you're able to have that outlet um kind of that that balance because if you're only doing your full-time job and you don't have something else to balance it um that kind of just fulfills your soul almost um you will get burnout no matter how much you love what you're doing full-time
0: absolutely i've noticed that um you know, most I I would say most people don't enjoy what they do, and they'd rather do something else. They just don't know how. Uh, right.
1: I think that's a that's a weird byproduct of our generation. Um, we're used to now, especially with technology, and a lot of especially the younger millennials and even. People who are in high school or middle school now, all they know are their phones, basically tablets, whatever it is um, or it's Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime. Everything is instantaneous so if you're in a spot where you 're not getting that instant gratification almost with your career, it does become it does become really frustrating, and that 's what you don't want and that 's why I think it's really important. For people, if you do have that entrepreneurial spirit or you're creative and you can team up with somebody who has more of that logical uh, business know-how and stuff like that, you can go into business doing something that you love and it's the trial and error and figuring things out. And Yeah, it's a lot of hard work and you're not going to see results immediately, but when you do see those results, it's the most empowering, freeing feeling in the world, in my opinion
0: absolutely uh i i couldn't agree more with you um i i i think a uh, uh, a big issue you know kind of piggybacking off the subject of uh, schools and teachers i think that the landscape has changed so dramatically but the way we teach um or the way the school systems are set up uh, have not uh i think they're they're kind of uh they were designed to create good workers and mm-hmm. they haven't really changed much with the time um but then again i haven't been in school for a while so i don't know what's <laughs> going on yeah yeah but um yeah. I, I wish they would have taught me uh I wish when I was in school at least, they would have taught more um creative thinking and problem solving versus uh Absolutely. all the time they spent teaching me how to correctly circle a bubble or fill in a bubble for yeah. a standardized <laughs> test. Um yep. I think standardized tests are a huge issue. There's countries in Scandinavia who've done away with them and uh they're doing they're seeing pretty good results.
1: Yeah yeah bravo to them
0: (laughs) (laughs) for sure well look i try to keep these uh within you know half an hour 45 minutes just because that's a typical commute for people going to work especially in orlando either way on the i4 is going to take you 30 minutes so um we can we can continue this conversation a little bit more if you have some time but i'm gonna end the recording here um I want to thank you again so much for coming on. I think there was a lot of great information that's going to help a lot of people. Yeah, um, absolutely. Can you tell uh, everybody that's listening where they can find you, uh, your website, uh, your social media?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. Um, my handle is Anchor and Odyssey. Um, I know Odyssey can be kind of a tricky word to spell, so I won't judge you for Googling it. Totally okay. Um, and my website is www.anchorandodyssey.com, and you'll be able to find a couple different things there in terms of um, branding services, offer strategy sessions, and um, kind of like some different design packages, whether you're starting out for the first time or trying to refresh your brand, as well as photography and All sorts of things like
0: that. So great. I'd love to.